Welcome to the Church Leadership Podcast, your weekly source for encouraging and equipping local church leaders with your hosts, Mark Ganey and Andy Frazier. In each episode, Andy and Mark sit down with church leaders that you should know. We believe these honest conversations will be helpful and encouraging to you as you lead the local church. Here is this week's episode. Welcome to episode 125 of the Church Leadership Podcast. Man, we are so glad you have joined us for today's episode and every episode. If you have been with us the entire journey, man, uh, congratulations. We're proud of you and uh, we pray for you, but uh, we're thankful you're here. If you're new to the podcast, uh, our mission here at the Church Leadership Podcast is to encourage and equip you to lead in the local church And uh, we believe today's episode is going to do just that. So we're glad you're along for the ride. Before we get to today's conversation, a couple things. First, uh, we want to thank our our sponsor for today's episode. That's Sanford MTI. We're going to let you know more about them in a little bit. But we're glad that they're on board to sponsor this episode. And we want you to subscribe to our podcast, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or you're listening to Google Podcasts or Amazon or Spotify or however, or you're watching on YouTube, we want you to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. When you subscribe, you get notifications and all that. And uh, so we'd love for you to be a part of the podcast nation that way. So uh, with all that said, now here is today's episode. Thank you so much for being with us this week. On episode 125, Mark, every time I say the new episode, it just blows my mind that we've been able to uh, keep on trucking. I'm thankful for the opportunity for us to have a conversation this week. We're continuing the series that we started several weeks ago. We're talking about some things that we wish we would have learned in seminary, but we didn't get to. And now that the landscape of ministry has changed over the last year and a half, I hope seminaries will step back and look at some of these practical things that ministers and pastors and staff members and key leaders in the church need to know and need to be equipped to do. And one of the things we're going to talk about today is something you're passionate about and something you have a little bit of a history with uh, prior to uh, your call to ministry. I think this may have been the the track you were headed down, but we're going to talk a little bit about today uh, how we can promote and market our church. And, And Mark, I believe you have something to say right out of the gates before we get started talking about this. Absolutely. Because, you know, here's the here's the truth. And, and you're right, Andy. I did. My background was marketing. My major in my undergrad was entrepreneurship, which was a mix between marketing and management. And so it's kind of just what I live and breathe and have always uh, been accustomed to in my background. But when it comes to church and ministry, a lot of times we get a little bit afraid of that word marketing. We get, uh, you know, we're marketing a, a verse. We think, well, I don't you know, want to make my church attractional, and I don't want to be that consumeristic church. So let me be quick to say this. Andy and I both fully agree with that. Uh, We don't believe in uh, building attractional churches. We do not believe in building a consumer-driven church. So that's not what today's episode is about. That's not what we're about. Um, Marketing, for me, is more about missions than anything. And here's what I mean by that. If, If your mission like really all churches mission some somewhere should be something like this to make disciples, right? We're, we're supposed to do the great commandment, and the great commission, love God, love people and make disciples. And if it's anywhere near that, which it should be, then marketing is important because that is part of our mission. We are trying to reach people for Christ to make 
disciples. That's really what marketing for me is all about. And I don't want to, I don't want to try to, you know, produce some slick materials or ads to fool people into coming to church and then do a bait and switch and say, okay, great. We're here. You're here. Now we're going to switch this to the gospel. And I don't want to tell them and promise them things that we're not going to deliver, right? Hey, come here. Your life will be great. You know, we're not going to do that because to me, that's not what marketing for a church is about. Marketing for the church is all about promoting Jesus and glorifying him as you give people reasons to show up uh, to, to your church to hear a dangerous message in the gospel. So yeah, absolutely. I, I want to say on the forefront, view marketing as, as part of your mission and as missions in general. Yeah. And I believe Mark, what you're saying is it's been said, I don't even remember who said it. It's been around so long. I heard it maybe 15, almost 20 years ago for the first time. And that is what you win them with is what you win them to. So you're not trying to promote or market your church as something it's not. You're just simply trying to put the message out there of who you actually are and to try to present that in a way where more people find out about your church, the culture of your church, and the invitation that you have for people to come and check out and see not only what God is doing in your church, but also to to meet some people and get connected to community there. Um, That's exactly right. I mean, you think about it, you know, depending on our listeners or our viewers, you know, their church background, um, maybe similar to ours, Andy may not be, but I grew up in an environment where, you know, visitation was a thing, right? And so every Tuesday night or every Monday night, our church would go out and knock on doors and things like that. Listen, that was part evangelism. That was also part marketing, right? Because not, if you're honest, the, the, the whole thrust of that was to share the gospel and then to invite them to your church. That's marketing, by the way, yes. door-to-door marketing. And, and so what I would say is any kind of marketing you do as a church, view it as pre-evangelism. Yes. That's really what it is. You're, you're creating that, that trust. You're creating that brand. You're creating that uh, relationship really before they come into your doors and hear the gospel. And so it's, it's pre-evangelism. And so my, my deal is, uh, my passion is I want to use all the resources I can in order to make disciples and marketing is one of those resources. And a lot of people have, uh, have a negative connotation with marketing or promoting your church or your ministry in your church. What's funny is you'll have a conversation with somebody who's anti-marketing or promo for your church, yet they have VBS or they have events or they'll have uh, a revival or, or something special going with their church and they don't have a problem at all, you know, uh, putting door hangers out or putting a big banner <laughs> out by the, by the highway or, you know, so, you know, there is a place for marketing and promotion in the kingdom in the sense that we're not trying to, to allow people to see that we're, you know, six flags over Jesus, or we're, we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to sell ourselves for something we're not. What we're trying to do is give people an open invitation to, to come and be with us, to come and check out and see, you know, what we're about and, and the, the Jesus that we love and serve and, and want to want them to know too. So Mark, what would you say to somebody who might have that uh, history of, maybe not being certain about, or maybe even having a little bit of a, a predisposed negative attitude towards promoting or marketing a church? Uh, again, I would, I would just say, ask yourself the question, what, what is your mission? What, what are you there to do? 
what is your church about? And uh, if your church is about making disciples, then ask yourself a follow-up question. What am I willing to do in order to make disciples? And what am I not willing to do? And look, if, 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 if you feel like marketing is evil, don't do it, right? But, but I would say you're missing an opportunity um, because, you know, we live in 2021. Uh, people are going to be marketed to, um, not just from church, but from all kinds of ways. And if they're going to, if they have a certain bandwidth that they're going to, you know, I guess, uh, intake content or ads or whatever, and you could make a difference in their life, your church could help them take the next step on their faith journey, but they have no idea you exist, I think you're missing an opportunity. So I would say at least be open-minded on it. Yeah, you mentioned the word opportunity. I don't think we've ever lived mm -hmm. in a in a day and an age where the church has greater opportunity to market, mm -hmm. to market not just the, their own local church, but even to share the gospel in a way. I mean, social media technology is a fantastic tool, a vehicle to do that. And many times it's cheap or free to be able to utilize those avenues to to market or promote your church or your ministry or or, or what you're doing there. Uh, give us some ideas, Mark, of, of how somebody might be able to properly do this in a way that it comes across not as being, you know, cheesy or, or cheap or, or uh, too worldly even. How could, a, how could a church market or promote themselves in such a way where it comes across as a positive way to present, like you're talking about, the mission that they're focused on? That's a great, that's a great question and, and topic. And I think there are lots of ways um, we could probably talk for hours on, on this, but I'm, I'm just going to mention just some simple things uh, that probably some of you are already doing. Some of you may not have tapped in fully to some of these areas, but as we, as we talk about this, here's what I want you to remember. Um, word of mouth is still the best form of marketing and advertising period. And that's with the church included. So we want to train our people and equip our people with the gospel and with invitation tools, right? And so what I want you to do is view marketing as a church as kind of a, uh, a reinforcement of that word of mouth form of marketing, okay? So here's what I mean by that. You know, I'm going to talk about things not to do in a minute. One of those is a billboard, but uh, you think about a billboard, right? McDonald's, if you're traveling on, on vacation and you come up to a billboard, uh, for McDonald's and you go, you know what? I'm hungry. Let's stop here at McDonald's at this exit. You'll go in. If they were to ask you, Hey, how did you hear about McDonald's? You wouldn't say the billboard. You heard about McDonald's a long time ago, right? Somebody took you there parents or whatever, but that billboard was a reinforcement of what you already knew about McDonald's. That's exactly what marketing is. So having said that, one of the easiest, best ways to market your church really is through social media. Hey, Andy, you mentioned it a minute ago. Um, you know, it's, it, you could do something as simple as one post a day if you wanted or, or one post a week if you're doing that. Um, I, I think you can overdo it. You can oversaturate yourself. And uh, we've done a lot of things in our church and different churches I've been a part of and some successful, some not so successful. And I would just encourage you to experiment. Just try some things, see what works, see what, what captures people's attention, what you're driving for in, in social media, just general posts is engagement. You want to engage people. So ask some questions, things like that. If you want some really practical stuff, uh, Brady Shear, a uh, guy that we follow, Andy, uh, he's 
great at that. Um, Outreach.com uh, has a new digital service where they'll post once a day for your church. And so, you know, there's all, all kind of options out there for you. You don't have to have a social media guru in your church to do this. But I do want to mention one thing that's been really good uh, as of late. And I think I think it's, it's something that all churches could learn. Facebook ads. Okay, this is going to take a little bit of an investment. When I say a little bit, I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, our church, the last four or five weeks has been spending $5 a day. Uh, so we spent $35 a week, it's a little bit of investment for the last few weeks, $35 a week. And we targeted our specific community. And I'll be honest with you, we targeted specific age groups and specific demographics in our community. And we used the video. And so I would encourage you, if you're going to do any kind of ad, use a video ad. Don't, don't just do pictures or text because video is king today. And, and it's, it's a 30 second video where I'm inviting people to our church and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna brag or anything like that because it wasn't even my idea to begin with but I cannot get over the effectiveness of this approach um, you know we always want people to invite others to our church we want most of our newcomers at our church to be people who have been invited word of mouth but in the middle of covid and in the middle of the craziness that we live in, I thought we've got to supplement this a little bit before all of our people come back. And it has paid off in major ways. And uh, we have had a ton of newcomers the last three weeks. And most of them, when we ask, how did you hear about us? We heard about you on Instagram. We heard about you on Facebook. So really simple way, 30 second video. All I'm doing is inviting them. So practical tools. Uh, as a matter of fact, we can link some of those in our show notes uh, that Mark mentioned outreach and uh, Brady Shear pro church tools, I believe is what, what they, mm -hmm. uh, they use some good solid stuff there. Some of it is geared probably for bigger churches, but some of it can be utilized for uh, normative size and, and medium sized right. churches as well. Um, let me just, let me just mention this one thing. If you are of the mindset that you want your church to grow in its influence and, and, and numerically, you want visitors, you want guests, you want people coming and checking out your church. Let me encourage you to kind of go back to what we talked about earlier, what Mark mentioned about the mission of our church. The mission of our church is to make disciples, and it should be, should be every church's mission. We need to be prepared. So what if you do utilize some promotional uh tools and some marketing strategies for your church and you actually do receive guests families you know god blesses you with people you need to be prepared for what you're going to do with those people who come to your church so there's just something to think about if god blesses your church with you know 20 visitors this month how are you going to interact and follow up with them and accommodate them with ways to get plugged into your church so that's something to really really think about don't don't jump Try into a promotion without having a plan for what you're going to do with the people that God brings to your church as you promote the ministry of your church. So Mark, that's, right. that, that's kind of a, 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 a good, bad balance there. You mentioned there are some real negative things to watch out for and some, some no-nos uh, in marketing and, and promoting your church. Yeah, no doubt. So be prepared. Don't, don't do promotion and marketing and then not be ready. But also on the other side of that, don't, don't promise what you're not, right? I mean, 
Look, I would never get on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any other uh, social media platform and say, come to our church. We, we have the best singles ministry in our town because we don't have a singles ministry. I'm, I wish we did, but we don't. Why would I ever say that? And quite honestly, I wouldn't even market to singles right now until we have something in place that's ready for them, right? I mean, it's just kind of crazy. So if, you, if you've got no young families in your church, don't get on Facebook and say, we are a place for young families. You're not yet. You want to be, tell them, come here. We're trying to build something for young families, but don't lie to them, okay? That's a no-no. We're excited to have, once again, our partner and sponsor for this week's episode, Sanford's Ministry Training Institute. The MTI of Sanford University is on the front lines of equipping people in theology and ministry training. They offer affordable and accessible education opportunities to anyone who has a desire to be equipped for ministry or to simply grow in their knowledge of Scripture. They offer incredible Bible courses at 38 of their extension centers located throughout the Southeast. Students can earn diplomas for as little as $50 per course. They also offer online certificates in areas like pastoral leadership, disciple-making, women's leadership, worship leadership, and worship administration. These online certificates can be completed in less than one year for $699. MTI is Sanford University's way of giving back to the local church. This academic program is not just for pastors and ordained ministers. It's for anyone who has a desire to grow spiritually. So if you want to find out more, you can visit them on the web at www.sanford.edu slash go slash MTI. And if you plug in the code ALSBOM, A-L-S-B-O-M, you can get half off of the disciple-making certificate that they offer online. We hope you go and visit our sponsor and check out MTI. And now we're going to get back to the content in this week's episode. Here's what I would tell you, too. A few things. Um, Don't market your church if you do not have a legitimate website, Mm. (laughs) I don't know any other way to say it. If you, if you don't have a website for them to go to, don't market your church because here's what's going to happen. If they hear about your church or they see about your church in in these ways we're going to talk about, and then they go to your website and it's garbage and it's trash and they're they're not coming. You just wasted money. You just wasted time. If if you're still promoting Easter from 2018 on your website, (laughs) Probably best to do some <laughs> updating and modernization of that technology before you. Yes. Yes. And look, I'm going to say something. I know I may hurt your feelings when I say this, but this is reality. Okay. If your church website, when they click on a sub page like staff or about or beliefs, if it ends with .html or .aspx, you need a new website. I'm just telling you, there have been amazing advances in websites. And look, I know this is self-serving for us to say this because Insight Ministries, who, you know, Annie and I are a part of, we do church websites, okay? So I understand it sounds self-serving, but but I'm serious. If you use somebody else to do your church website, that's okay. Upgrade your website, okay? That's that's it. So that's one of the no-no's. Mark, just for, yeah. just for for clarification too, for those who need to update their website, there are so many tools available that are cheap or free for them to do yes. it themselves. Yes, there's no reason for someone not to have a decent looking, even if it's just a page or two, to to get general information or to to click a link and jump off to you know your social media accounts or something like that. That's right. It's, it's very doable and possible for anybody it to have is. a looking presentable, attractive. And listen, so. we're, we're committed to normal sized churches, normative sized churches. 
And so at Insight, we, we don't charge anything up front for those kinds of churches, right? We have no design fee up front. It's built into the cost of a monthly site. So you could, I mean, you talk about cheaper free, but you can get a really good website with no upfront cost. But anyway, there's enough of that. So let me tell you some things that I would, I would encourage you as someone who, who is, has done marketing their entire lives and is a pastor who's been in marketing for churches for a long time. Don't waste your time or your money with, with these things. And I'm, again, I may hurt some of your feelings, but I'm just going to tell you in today's world, I think it's a poor stewardship decision to invest time and money in these things. Number one, newspaper. Hmm. Don't do it. Listen, you may be able to get a lot of eyes on that ad and you may be able to design an awesome ad, but who is going to look at that? Who is reading the newspaper, right? And so what I'm saying, I'm not, and again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to reach senior adults, but if you're trying to, if you're trying to build a church full of disciples for the next generation, you're not going to find them reading the paper. Okay. Let, so let, me, that, let me make a statement one. about that, Mark. You yes. just mentioned senior adults. I don't know about you guys, but most, the majority of senior adults I know right now because of the pandemic rely more heavily on social media than they do the newspaper. I'm just saying. So they do. They do. And look, you may be able to reach a lot of people in the newspaper, but it's just not cost effective. That's right. All right. And uh, for all my friends who run newspapers, I'm sorry, but um, that's just the way it is. So the second thing I would not invest in, I just wouldn't invest time or money because I think it's a poor stewardship decision is the radio for the same reason. Uh, the demographics of the people you're trying to reach on the radio are not the people who are going to come to your church. And if they are, if you find a radio station that, that the people you're trying to reach listen to, it's going to be cost prohibitive. Right? I spent $35 a week. And you know how many people checked out that ad? It's insane. I mean, in two weeks, we reached over 10,000 people with yeah, $70. And, so and radio is Here's not the thing about those two mediums you just mentioned. You have no clue. You don't have any kind of tangible, measurable metrics of feedback on those things. So That's keep right. that in mind. That's right. And you do with, with, with some of these online ads. Yeah. So, and, and again, that TV ads is the same thing with radio ads, just not cost uh, efficient. Um, they, they reach a lot of people and, but, but they just, it's really expensive. And then the other thing I would tell you is billboards. Um, mm -hmm. I used billboards for years and they can be effect, an effective tool. But again, if, if you think about what Andy just said, you don't know who's looking at that billboard. Um, you know, you, you have no, I, I, no way to target and you can't do a video on a billboard. You can do a video online. It's really easy. So anyway, those are some things I would say, don't, don't waste time and effort in, in, in trying to market that way. But do not fail to recognize the need for doing this correctly. You know, what we've talked about, uh, we're not talking about using business or entrepreneurial strategies to just get more people to pile in your church. What we're talking about is equipping our people to be the main source of promoting and marketing our church. Because uh, for years and years and decades and decades, the marketing strategy of the average church was come and see what we're doing. Come mm -hmm. and check out what we're doing, what we have to offer. And the missional mindset of those who are disciples of Jesus Christ is less come see what we're doing and go and tell what Jesus has done. So when we have our people under the impression that it is second nature for them to go and share what Jesus has done, then that, that conversation is naturally going to lend itself to, Hey, I invite you to come with me to my church and see what God's doing in our midst. That's so right. the, 
make no mistake about it. That is the most effective way to promote and market your church. And, and then secondly, I would agree with you completely, Mark, that social media specifically is a great strategy. It is a great way you can control your target audience, the time frame, the, you know, the, the, you have total control over that and you get feedback from that and you can give an honest representation of who you are as a church and you're not misleading people trying to win them with something. And, uh, because we all know the attractional model. I mean, if you have uh, BMX bikes this week, you're going to have to have motocross, uh, next, the next week, and then you're going to have monster trucks the next week. And, you know, how are you going to top that? You got to keep topping it to get people to come. So, yeah. And listen, I would say, I guess, as we think about all this, um, some things to remember as you market your church, especially if you're doing it online or, uh, or anywhere, but, but we've, we've talked around this, but be, just be real, be authentic, be who you are. Okay. As you promote your church, be who you are. Don't, if you're going to do an online video, if you're going to do social media presence at all, don't be a televangelist. Okay. Just don't, don't act like you're speaking to thousands of people. The, the number one tip I can ask give them you for is, money. That's, that's exactly <laughs> right. The number one tip I could give you is speak to the one person on the other side of the screen. Just one. Cause that's who you're talking to. It's a, it's a conversation. So be real, yeah, be authentic. Visualize who that person is. The person right. that you want to reach. Yeah. That's exactly. That's the secret of marketing. Right? It really Pick is. a target, identify one person and, you know, speak to them. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other, the other thing is, um, you know, our friend Daniel Edelman says we disciple people in everything we do, and that includes marketing and promotion. So I would say, yeah, you know, in, in your marketing promotion, let it be about your values um, as you disciple people into what you value. And so I'll just tell you this, okay, and take it for what it is. Every video I do, there are three things that I say in every video. In 30 seconds, it's three things I say when I invite them. Hey, you know what? You may, you may not be looking for church. You may be. Either way, we want you to be here this Sunday to worship. And every Sunday, here's what I say. You're going to find a group of people who love you, right? That's part of our value. We're going to love people. I tell them that they are going to find uh, a kid's ministry where their kids are going to be safe and cared for. That's another value of ours. And then I tell them they're going to hear a message straight from God's word. And that's a value of ours. And so I don't promise anything that, that's not important to us. And so in your promotion, in your marketing, share your values, let them know who you really are. And then the other thing I think is something we all have to practice. And that is just be relatable and, and don't use churchy language because we're trying to reach them where they are. Right. Uh, Paul said, be all things to all people. So that doesn't mean be something you're not, but what it means is be relatable, right? Speak the culture's language so that they can understand what you mean. And uh, so anyway, I, uh, I, that, those are my recommendations. If you, if you're trying to get your, your foot wet a little bit in marketing and promotion um, and don't try to, don't try to be the mega church down the road. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah. I think what you mentioned, being real, being relatable, that comes with understanding who you are, know who you are and, and know what you, you can offer. And guess what? All of us have the ultimate thing to offer. And that is the gospel of Jesus. None of us have an advantage over anybody else on, on what we can offer people. We can offer people something fantastic that they don't have. And that is hope and peace and love and eternal life in Jesus Christ. Amen. So, uh, well, Mark, one last thing before, before we go, uh, 
I know you've mentioned this and this is not a, this is not a marketing or promotional tool we're doing by uh, having this episode. We just wanted to be helpful and encourage and equip leaders as, as we love to do. But what you've, you've made uh, known is, is the ministry we're a part of inside ministries actually helps with things like this. So if, if you guys need help with marketing, promoting technology websites, either we can do that or we'll be glad to point you in the right direction of Absolutely. a person or a group or a ministry who can help you do those things. It's not about, you know, us, uh, making money off of anything. As a matter of fact, we, we invest a lot of money ourselves and don't, don't get any return in, in what we're doing, but we, we believe so heavily in what we're talking about, especially, uh, making disciples and some of the things we've talked about today that we just want to help. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll be glad to do that if you'll reach out to us. Absolutely. We want every single church to reach more people and make more disciples. That's what, that's what we want. And uh, again, it has nothing to do with our personal investment in that. It, we want we want to see God glorified as more churches embrace um, embrace disciple making and more people hear the gospel. And that's what we want. And uh, if we can point you down the road to somebody who can help you do that, praise the Lord. And uh, if we can help you do that, praise God uh, for that as well. So, yeah, we're, we're here to help and to answer any questions. And we say this every episode. It seems like any, but contact us. You know, that email address, it's in the show notes, contact at churchleadershippodcast.com. Ask us questions. We're here to help. Um, yeah, yeah, we have full-time jobs and then part-time jobs on top of that and all this stuff. But you know what? We are about our mission to encourage and equip you to lead in local church. We'll do whatever it takes to help you do that. Amen. Well, we hope you've been encouraged and equipped and helped in your mission to make disciples and not only to promote your church, but to promote the gospel by watching and listening to this episode. We encourage you to uh, like, subscribe, review our podcast, uh, share it with others, and check us out on YouTube as well. We'd love for you to, to be able to click on our Church Leadership Podcast page there and click subscribe and click on that bell. That way you'll be notified every time that we have a new video to post. So uh, we hope this this week's episode has been a blessing. This is something we would have loved to have learned in seminary, and we hope that it will help you, uh, whether you've been in seminary or not. Absolutely. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and even review our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app.